knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger. Tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Answer Report Podcast. This is episode number 127. Why are you laughing already? I don't know. You had some devious <laughs> grin on your face. I thought you were going to do some fucked up shit. I'm Mike, and with me as always is my brother Jason here on the longest running Kingdom Hearts podcast. Uh, hi, Jason. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All I had to do was make a face, and you already were because i knew you're gonna do that stupid deep voice <laughs> that we can't figure out what you sound like yeah anyway if, if you guys know what i sound like when yeah, I say that. say like one sentence as it hello my name is jason welcome to the ansom report you sound like markiplier no that's like no that's like, no, that, like hello yeah dude that's what you <laughs> sound <laughs> like it's markiplier hello ladies and gentlemen my name is markiplier <laughs> you're fucking markiplier dude special guest on the podcast markiplier who would have thought? No. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is episode 127 of the longest running Kingdom Hearts podcast. That's right. We're the longest. Yeah. And we're running. And we're... <laughs> I'm not running anywhere <laughs> anytime soon. I can tell you that. I'm out of shape. I do a lot of running. Neither of us run anywhere. Yeah. But our podcast is running. And um, we better go catch it. <laughs> speaking of, uh, uh, I don't know. There's no segue there. Speaking of running. Speaking of running, uh, we have a couple of uh, Apple podcast reviews. <laughs> this one is from our good friend Swarles Barkley 7. Dude, shout out to Swarles. Gives us five stars with the, uh, with the title, Longest Running... KH podcast. Wait, that actually said. Yeah, <laughs> that was an actual segue. It was. I was trying to make an actual segue, and you shit on me because you thought I didn't. <laughs> Longest running KH podcast, by the way, is the title. And he says, if you are wanting great KH content and a bit of crackhead energy, then you yeah. have come to the right place. Yeah. The Spike Bros bring the energy every episode, and even during a drought of KH content, I can't wait till Friday so I can listen to the wonderful, crazy segments on the show, RIP Cavern of Remembrance, Gone But Not Forgotten. Mike <laughs> and Jason will be here for you in the good times of KH and the down. They help you escape the outside world for an hour or so on a weekly basis. Warning. If you hit subscribe, you will be a part of the best cage community ever created. Thanks, Mike and Jason, for all of you done and will do in the future. May your hearts be your guiding key. Thank Thanks, you, Swarles. Thanks. Shout out to Swarles, who is just an absolute legend in our community. Thank you. <laughs> no. No. Mark Thank Plier. Markiplier, you. it's fine, dude. Swarles is a good thank dude. Okay. You. <laughs> Can you say thank nominee in that voice? Thank nominee. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me, but it is. <laughs> um, this is this. I just go through every single like Jiminy Cricket line <laughs> as that voice. Their hearts. We've got to reach all the portals of darkness control. When their hearts have bended, we'll return to mend it. What the fuck is that line? I, don't even, I never played Recoded. I don't know. <laughs> the, the, this is me when I code things. I've never played Recoded. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, never seen it. Never seen it. Never seen the movie. Uh, this next review is from Wyatt, who gives us five stars and says, there's more to a podcast than just anger and hate. Ooh. He says, hey, Mike. Hey, Jason. I hope Hi. you are all doing well. Thank you so much for what you all do. I've been listening since January, but due to a severely broken ankle, I've had a lot of time to catch up on Ooh. podcasts. Brothers, I've been binging while doing everything one limb short, and it's made things so much better. It's provided a great reprieve from all the really shorties like a melody shitty situation. <laughs> I'm thinking about joining the Discord soon. I'm stuck in bed. May as well be social for once in my life. Keep doing what you're doing and may your hearts be your guiding keys. Love you guys. Dude. Thank you, Wyatt. Please join the Discord and I hopefully your ankle gets better soon, my yeah. friend. I'm glad that we could uh, provide you some some hours of entertainment while, or let's be real, minutes of entertainment while several you, minutes, several minutes while you recover from that. And uh, yeah, man, please join the Discord. There are a lot of really cool people there. And then Jason and I are also there as well. Yeah, that's so. true. And like Sean AFK. Yeah, Sean underscore AFK. Yeah. 
Regular Pat joined recently, actually. Yeah, yeah, but, he did. And he he joined, and he said he was going to push over the most expensive thing in here. <laughs> that's that's what he said. He just came to fuck up our shit, dude. Well, I mean, to be fair, he gets. Griefed. No, I don't understand why he would do that to us. He gets griefed every episode. Yeah, probably. His video he posted on Twitter of him listening that to something. That shit some... made me actually cackle. <laughs> like, that shit was good. It was a really. <laughs> he just, like, looks forward, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, he just looks into the abyss. <laughs> and like, what, at the world. And what's is like, crazy, why? though, is we didn't say it. Like, I just read it. Yeah. It was in a review. I, okay, I'm just going to say this right now. Pat, don't listen to this part. Anybody that leaves us yeah, an Apple must. podcast review and insults Pat in it gets the brownie points. They're definitely getting read on the podcast. It's definitely getting read on the podcast. If you <laughs> like do we that. read them all, but that one's definitely that one's like getting, getting read. read for sure. <laughs> anyway, if you want to be like Wyatt and Swirls Barkley, you can go on uh, Apple podcasts and rate us five stars and tell us what a great job we do. Cause we love reading those things and it provides uh, us. Uh, I don't think, I know we like meme and joke around, but I don't think you guys realize how cool it is to have somebody say, Hey, I appreciate what you do. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just some, it's just a silly thing. Jason and I hit record, uh, you know, once a week on and, and we have a good time doing it, but it's nice that people, other people enjoy it with us. And we like to hear that. So thank you uh, to everybody who's done a, a review or you've said nice things in discord or on Twitter or even on YouTube. I know that it's rare on YouTube, but it does happen sometimes. So thank you everybody true. who's true, done true, that. True, 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 true. Um, Speaking of regular Pat, I, I, you know, we, we do a lot of video recommendations on, on this, on this podcast. Yes. And regular Pat does not need the spaghetti bros bump. Okay. I can just say that he's pretty successful on his own. However, recently Pat released a video that I'm, I'm a fan of regular Pat's videos. This is his finest work. This is is his magnum opus. This is, it is a video talking about filler in the kingdom hearts series and what worlds actually intertwine the disney worlds well and what worlds don't mm. and some of you kingdom hearts 2 fans out there there's going to be some tough to swallow pills <laughs> some tough to swallow some pills in that a pill that's like really fucking big yeah. like the size of your your hand uh because hard to swallow dude. all of you that are saying that kingdom hearts 2 is the best paced when it comes to disney worlds you're wrong sorry <laughs> and regular pat lays he's it gonna, out for you he's gonna he's gonna break it down he lays it out for you and it, it's it's just really well done i mean all pat's videos are really well done but this one in particular i think he really knocks it out of the park yeah that but also you know the, uh, the pat does the tier list and he does stuff that like like stuff that we do too you know yeah but this is like to me a unique while it's still like a ranking thing, it's a very unique subject that I hear people talk about a lot, but not with any substance. They just say things like blanket statements. Like, oh, Kingdom Hearts three doesn't really involve the Disney worlds, or Kingdom Hearts two doesn't really involve the Disney worlds, or Kingdom Hearts one doesn't or the Kingdom Hearts one does the best job of including Disney worlds. Like they just say things. Yeah, blanket statements, yeah. Blanket statements. And Pat breaks it down and he he actually dives in and i really in you know in detail and i don't agree with all the opinions he has on it like i um jip and i were talking about this but i think he ranks wonderland a little too high mm. kh1 wonderland in that regard um but he goes to one two and three and ranks all all of the worlds based on how involved they are with the overarching plot and what they do to uh move that along so it's a really interesting video you guys should go watch it um and leave a leave a comment and a like for pat not that he needs the bump from us but you know it's it's good quality content and i like to point that out when i see it so thank good good job pat i almost said thank you pat thank no, thank pat, you pat thank regular pat johnson yes and shout outs to jabib yeah yeah everybody hit a jabib for him dude yeah everybody hit one of them jabibs the jabib thing I, i'm glad we watched that video to find out where it came from yeah because it just sounds kind of i was so confused when he rated us <laughs> this was Everyone was just like, hit the Jabib. Shoutouts to Jabib. It's your boy Jabib. Jabib. I had no fuck. And we hovered over like the Jabib emo, and it still didn't click for me. I might just have like two brain cells in my head, but I still was like, bro, who the fuck is Jabib? Yeah, dude. And then we watched the video, and I was like, oh, dude, I love Jabib. Jabib, Jabib sounds like. I don't know. 
if you don't know who Jabib is, I guess you just got to go to regular Pat's yeah. channel and watch him play Kingdom Hearts 1 with his feet. That's true. Yeah, that's right. With his feet. With his feet. He's a freak. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. This would this content would be banned on OnlyFans. Maybe. Well, Not they anymore. might bring it back now. But I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Something I want to talk about today. We are in the midst of a uh a gaming expo called Gamescom. I'm sure you're familiar. I believe it's in Germany. Okay. Well, some new games are being announced, and you know, people are starting to hype up for the holiday season like, where games get big. Kingdom Hearts. Please. And there's no Kingdom Hearts, and I, Please. I, I did not expect Kingdom Hearts to be there. Um, that's insane. But what it got me thinking about, Jason, was what is next for Kingdom Hearts? Obviously, we know what's next for Kingdom Hearts. It's Kingdom Hearts Dark Road finishing. Yes, which would is supposed to be in September next month. Based on the way Union Cross went, I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think it's going to be later than that. But I guess I, what I want to talk about, Jason, is uh, uh, that was a that was a bad burp. Oh, that one was worse. That was like a fizzy lifting. No, yeah, that was worse, sir. What I want to talk about is what. Let's do a little predicting okay. on when we think. First of all, let's start with when do we think we're gonna hear about Kingdom Hearts next? Sands Dark Road. Like, when's the next Kingdom Hearts thing gonna be announced? Okay, but like, is news about news count? Like, if when when they like say the next thing about Dar- or like when they drop Dark Road or whatever, if they're like expect news at X time, does no? That I don't count? want to know about that. I want to know when that actual news. Comes. news. Yeah, I want to know when that okay. news comes. Hmm. I-, I don't think we hear anything this year at all. No, I don't think we hear anything all year. I think it's just Dark Road and maybe them saying, "Hey, we'll have news for you X." At X time or whatever. XD. Uh, yeah. <laughs> XD. No, Mira just says XD. <laughs> we don't have news for you, XD. XD. <laughs> <laughs> I got some news for you. Uh, that I don't got news. XD. <laughs> the news is there ain't no news. XD, brother. Uh, <laughs> I think um, I agree with you. I don't think we're going to hear anything this year. I think Square Enix is like, yo. We got Guardians of the Galaxy coming Yo, out. Guardians. We got Endwalker coming out. Yeah, yeah. We I, got the Final like. Fantasy Pixel Remasters coming out. We got Life is Strange coming out. Life is Strange, yo. We got Avengers is still going. We got What is that? What is that other game supposed to the the demo one? What's it called? Origin? The chaos game. Where yeah, we, Origin. Was that supposed to come out this year or next year? I I don't think it would be this year. But yeah, I think maybe. it's next year. I think it's next year. I don't know. I can look. So they got but, that. They got Final Fantasy 16 at some point. So I don't know that we're hearing about Kingdom Hearts this year. <clears throat> However, if we do hear about it, Jason, I think it's got to be at the Tokyo Game Show, right? So Tokyo Game Show is sept- uh, starts September... The 23rd, Wednesday, through the 27th, Sunday. Um, and no one's confirmed that Kingdom Hearts will be at the Tokyo Game Show or anything like that. Um, but in my opinion, that is the most likely scenario if we see Kingdom Hearts this year, something besides Dark Road. I don't um, foresee that happening, however. Yeah, I, I can't even... Even if there was anything, I don't think... I can't imagine there being even like a teaser for a trailer. No. Like it would just be like uh the only thing I could really see happening would be, you know, the like phase two thing that they've like never yeah. used again. Right. Uh maybe just being bringing that up and then having like a date flash for one of them. But as in like that's when news is gonna be. Like, hey, well, you'll have more news about this spot here, not right. that there's going to be a release here. Right. Well, the thing is, I think Nomura said, because next year is Kingdom Hearts 20th anniversary, right. that there will be a game. Is that what he said? Shit, now I got to look it up. See, <laughs> that's gonna, I, I think that's going to be late this, 2022. This is, this is why we don't do news, because I don't ever know what I'm talking about. Nomura. He just teased that the... 
to the 2022 is the 20th anniversary of Kingdom Hearts, so we should keep an eye on him till until then. Is what he said. Just, just, and that he wants to <laughs> says while the story reached an end with the third main entry, he needs to tie up remaining loose story ends. And he usually typically plans one sequel ahead of what he's working on. And then they say, what about PS5 or Series X? Nomura muses on that too, saying it would be released after many other companies have already released their titles so that they could compete. So it sounds like whatever the next game is, it would be on both consoles, like both generations. But So I thought he said that there would be a game, but he just said there'll be good news for Kingdom Hearts, the hmm. 20th anniversary. So I guess we don't even know that we're getting a game next year. Oh my God, dude, our podcast is doomed. <laughs> We're doomed. Yeah. We're doomed. Please bring back Union Cross. <laughs> We're doomed. <laughs> no, Mira, please. <laughs> no, Mira, I'm desperate. Just connect Neo Tui to Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> no, just don't fucking do it. do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. it. We need he it. doesn't Mira, mean please. it. Please. Jason's like pulling me it. away from he the does microphone. Not. He does not mean it. <laughs> He was forced to say that. I was. Forced, he did not want to say that. I was forced to say that. I was forced. Right? I was forced. You were to forced say that. to say that, right? I was forced. I don't want the world ends with you to be connected to Kingdom Hearts. Please, no, Muriel. Okay, I think in February of next year we'll hear something. Why do you say that? Because typically that's when PlayStation will have like a state of play. Okay, it's like a first. Okay, I'll say I'll say like first quarter twenty twenty two. First, because like that's like it, it, the window ch- kind of changes. Okay, so first quarter twenty twenty two, like probably like February March, and like they'll just announce a game then or what? I think those. I don't think it'll be like a full on. Maybe they'll announce a game, but I don't think it'll like have a full on like trailer ready. You know what mm. I mean? They'll just say, "Yo, we're like work- a teaser trailer. We're working on Kingdom Hearts: Birth by Sleep 2. Yeah, and they'll have like like a ten second thing. You, do you Fifteen think it, second. Do you think it'll be Cage Four? No, fuck I don't no. either. I think Cage Four will Spin be like off hundred percent. I think Cage Four will be like a key, uh, a Kingdom Hearts, a PS Five like a Xbox Series X. Yeah, a Kingdom K- Hearts game. I think Cage Four will definitely be a Kingdom Hearts game. Definitely. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that the next like mainline will still be on like PS Five. Yeah, I think. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do with Cage Four. I I I don't think the next game will be Cage Four. I'm I'm with you. I wonder, you know, they've set up a lot of different ways they could go with it. The most intriguing to me being the BBS trio in the Realm of Darkness, right? Yeah. Um, but then there's also Quadratum and and Riku and Sora in Quadratum. Well, Riku and Quadratum, we don't necessarily know that Sora's in Quadratum. That could be a red herring. Yeah. It could just be Riku going somewhere and then he It'd finds out. It'd be more just not. like whatever the secret ending slash the end of Melody of Memory right. turned into. Right. Um, but I mean, I guess it's kind of confirmed because we see Riku in that. But that's just Riku's dream he had. That doesn't mean he's yeah, going. That's just his, I, yeah. That doesn't mean he's going dream. to the place where it was necessarily. So yeah. anyway, there, there, there's both those. And then, you know. I don't know that there's another avenue they could go that's like immediately like clear. You know what I mean? Like it's not like oh the Mickey Zemnis game is Zora game. I don't think they'll do a Yozora game. Yozora game. I think okay. I think that's like what a lot of people would say. I'm gonna say something pretty controversial here. Yeah. I think if they wanted to do a Yozora game, they would have picked a better voice actor for Yozora. Wow, just throwing shade. I'm just saying, not a fan of his performance. Wow. He's just like... Because that's the direction that he got. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of it. I think they could have got a better voice actor. Hmm. They just said, hey, the, we had uh, child actor do Sora. Let's have, let's have former child actor do Yozora. But I, I just, I, I, I just think, I don't know. I think... I think he did fine. Mm. I just thought he was. I, I liked the vibe, like having beaten Yozora like multiple times. Oh, now you're now you're gatekeeping. Yeah, exactly, me. dude. Get Say, fucking gatekeeped, ha- kid. Get gatekeeped because I haven't beat- on your own fucking show. You're getting I, gatekeeped. I haven't beaten Yozora. I and can't comment on his voice. Exactly. 
<laughs> no, but I'm just saying, while having played it, like, like just like the amount of time it takes yeah. to beat it three times. You know what I mean? Like, I think his his battle lines, I really like. It, does, it definitely lends to the fact that, like, not even necessarily that his lines themselves are so fucking crazy. I just think it matches the vibe that that fight is trying to give you. Okay, I guess, okay, let me not retract what I'm saying. But let me rephrase amend. it. Let, let me let me <laughs> amend it. Uh, because I know the actor. Is I it like take it out for you? Like it takes you out of it? Yeah, because I, I okay, I understand that voice acting is someone putting on a voice. Like that's an acting. Yeah. But I feel like because I know what he sounds like. And I know it's him. And now that I know it's him, I can hear him doing a voice like this. I don't like it. Mm. Because he's doing a voice like this. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. I don't like that he's just, like, trying to do this, like, deep voice. Like, I feel like he could have just done his voice. I I don't think that he's, like, war... I don't know. I guess I'd have to hear it again. But how I remember it is... Like he's this just isn't doing, what I look like. He's just doing like a like a pretty like monotone, not even necessarily and, monotone, but just like kind of deflated. And maybe voice. I haven't heard him speak in a long time. I, I think you're you you're you sounded more like Kylo Ren than Yozora. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of what he's doing though. I don't think it's that extreme. This isn't what I look like. You got to leave the past behind. <laughs> That's literally kill like... it if you have to. <laughs> Like you literally sound like Kylo Ren, but like when he has the the mask, because his voice definitely changes once he's he's unmasked Kylo. That's that's true, that's true. And when he's in marriage, story. I don't know. I I I get what you're saying about Yozora, like you, that you know it's him, and so kind of like pulls you out of it, and he's just barely. Like, I don't, he's like barely doing a voice, right? Yeah, right. But, but he, okay, that's how barely, I feel he's about. He's barely doing a voice, but he's like doing a like a weird voice. Like it's not like. I don't think it's weird. I don't, I don't think but it's a good voice. But also, like, okay, like, Richard Epcar, I fucking, everyone jerks off Billy Zane, but I love Richard Epcar, right? Uh-huh. Fucking, he does, like, the same voice in, like, every video game, and I love it. You know right. what I mean? Like, I know that it's that's him. That's different, I'm like, though. yo, that's Richard Epcar in A Realm Reborn, Final Fantasy XIV, playing as Ilbert, doing the exact same fucking voice he always does. See, that doesn't bother me with him. And, and and maybe that's and you're a, picking and choosing. You're being a hypocrite. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not being a hypocrite. What I'm saying is, okay, I know no. Sora is Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, that doesn't bother me that I know that. Yeah, right. Uh huh. Because that's not all. It's also not how Haley Joel speaks. Like he's trying to do like a child version of his voice. Yeah, yeah. Right. A younger version for sure. A younger version, at least. David Gallagher, the voice of Riku. Right. His voice doesn't bother me because he's kind of been doing the same voice the whole time. Yeah. But now he just seems disinterested. That That's like... That's different. And in, yeah. in, in Remind, it's bad voice acting. I, I, I don't think that um, the Yozora voice is like badly acted. I just feel like he should have just either done his normal voice or done like a way different voice. Mm. Not just this voice. Not just this. Is that better? Is that less Kylo that, Ren that, for that's, you? Yeah, that's, that's that closer. Better? That's closer. Is that better? <laughs> Blow that piece of junk out of the sky! <laughs> you just went for, like, your favorite line, not even anything close to how you were sounding. Okay, anyways, I don't know. I think he does fine. I, I think it, his his voice is also fine. I, we'll, we'll have to hear more, I yeah. guess, to see. I, I guess I would like to see him in a more active role before. I guess I should. He's not very emotive. He's just very like, okay, I got to do what I got to do. I, I, I'd like to see him in a more active role, I guess, before I make more judgment. And I should probably wait for that. But so far, I'm not a super that's big fair. fan of that's it. That's fair. And I don't know that that's going to lend itself well to a game where he's the main character, mm. in my opinion. That's what that's, I don't know. If I could hear him be more emotive, like just like I don't know, some of the some of the voice lines like obviously he has like the very like monotone like no chance, like that type of stuff, yeah. right? No but, chance. 
I just want Adam Driver to do it, okay? Yeah, honestly, fuck it, Just dude. let me have Adam Cast Driver. Adam Driver. But also, <laughs> just put Adam Driver in the game, dude. No chance. Okay, okay. Here's, here's what I want. I want a fan campaign, uh, you guys, to make a fucking like, thing. When, Adam, when Kylo Ren is in Kingdom Hearts, I want to voice Kylo Ren. <laughs> Can we get like a a, a fucking uh say say like Ray, join me. Ray, join me. <laughs> I I can we get a change.org petition going to get me cast as Kylo Ren uh. in Kingdom Hearts four when Star Wars is inevitably added. Come on, you know you want to do it, people. Get the change.org petition. I can't start the petition. That's fucking weird. Right? Yeah, no, that's definitely You weird. can't start your own petition. That's fucking but weird. But it's all, I don't know, you're kind of, it's kind of giving me like, you know, like when Donald Glover was like, yo, I want to be Miles Morales. Yeah, it's, it's got to have like a groundswell. Yeah, where exactly, are behind exactly. It. Like you got to have it be like that. But then that. here's the thing, when it does happen, or when it's a, it could happen, I go, yo, I'm way too fucking old to play that. Just like <laughs> Donald Glover did, dude. Just like, he was just like, how the fuck am I going to be Miles Morales? I'm like in my 30s. You let know me, what I mean? Let me be the Punisher though. Wait, did he say that? No, you mean the prowler? The prowler. I was, I was like Punisher. The dude. Punisher, dude. Actually, dude. Uh, get the get the other Punisher dude, if, out. If, if if they did, it would just be like the fucking everyone would just have the This Is America, where yeah, you, like where he has the gun, yeah, dude. That... And then they would just put the Punisher's like yeah, they paint the skull, they paint yeah, the skull yeah. on his chest. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't like battle quotes that are like presumptive, presumptive. Like, it's like ninety percent of them. <laughs> like it's over. I don't like. That. Yeah, yeah. It is not over, Sora. It's over. You just got fucking. Ex- you just got the thirty percent chance of explosion, dude. That doesn't mean it's over. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it does. Also, you're taunting like house plants and stuff, dude. You're taunting. <laughs> you're. <laughs> you're like taunting kitchen appliances dude what are you who are you talking to you're taunting a fucking child's car dude. right dude you're like it's over and it's like beep beep like what who are you taunting dude come on jason pulling up your zora's battle quotes right now okay so i like the there hearing those it's like back to back to back to back it's not as bad as i remember However, oh, the shit. one that tilts Yo, me... Yo, Bioroxis, Yo, Zora Breakdown. Shout oh, out to Bioroxis. Shout out to Bioroxis. It just started playing. <laughs> Bioroxis, who was supposed to be on the podcast mm. today, but he's on vacation, question mark? Mm. Shout out to Bioroxis. Love you. <laughs> I know you're listening to this on a Friday morning. And you're, uh, you're like putting your hands up in the air like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the one that tilts me is no chance. I just feel like he says no it's chance. so weird. There was there was one I don't remember what one it was, but it was a little weird. Like his voice, he kind of like breaks out of the voice a little. That one, the not bad is a little weird. Not bad. The not bad is bad. Wow, <laughs> wow, not bad. Like ah, not bad. You have no chance. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Kylo Ren. You have no chance. No chance. So, I mean, this began as a discussion about when we yeah. think Kingdom Hearts anyway, is going to come out. Wow. How um, far? Yeah, we came off track. Yeah, we did. I just listened to Yozora battle quotes. <laughs> anyway, Yozora game. Maybe. I don't what, know. Wouldn't it be, isn't the thing that is be, it would be called the Verum Rex? No, it's just called Yozora game. <laughs> Coming this fall, Yozora game. I don't know. No chance. Verum Rex would be cool, I guess. I don't know, yeah. dude. I know, Verum Rex to me means it's about the fucking robots, dude. I don't want to play a game with the fucking robots. I fucking hate that part of Cage 3. I don't know. I think... You, yeah, because you're thinking of it from the speedrun, but when you watch the... When, when you, right when you go to Toy Story, like Toy Box, and it plays the trailer, like the commercial, that shit is fucking It's hype, cool, dude. but like... Only if you're from the Yozora perspective. Yeah. Like, that's what it would be about. Yozora, not the mechs and shit. I don't know. They made it about the mechs in Cage 3. Right, because it's just a mini game. Like, right. What would a video game, what would like a video game be? And then like, in what would be like the merch of, Ver- of Verumrex that kids would buy and shit? The and Yozora doll, dude. Right. And you like, that would be an idea as well. But also the fucking mechs. 
Sorry, man. I'm just tilted that they didn't do a secret boss with the fucking Dissidia summon toys. Dude. Yeah. That was such a home run. Yeah. Just let me fucking that, that fight Ifrite, dude. That, yeah, that was like a fucking slow pitch, dude. Like, that was just a fucking... Here you Nomir, go. Nomir was, like, standing at the plate, and then, like, the pitch came, and then he was in the wrong fucking arena. <laughs> and Dark Inferno came out, and we were like, what the fuck? We're like, what in the fuck, dude? What, what is this? You're telling me you, you couldn't have... You couldn't have... You know, I get it. You don't want to put Final Fantasy in there more. Dude, a fuck... You can fight a Sephiroth toy, dude. Yeah. You couldn't have, like... You go back to Toy Box, you go into that section... And you you go you approach like a package on the ground, right? And it, there's it just fucking sliced out, you know, like yeah. there's like the plastic's gone. Yeah. And then he shows up, he tries to come down behind you, Aerith style. Yeah, dude. And you die Sora, look out! Yeah. And then Goofy instant transmission. And they're like Sephiroth, and he did his mouth doesn't work because he's a toy. And so he doesn't say anything. But he just points at and you fight him. That would have been fucking cool. So his, his mouth's painted on. Yeah, his mouth's painted on. Mm. I, I I just like to you're like his he's a toy, so his mouth doesn't work. It's like Woody but Their mouths work. <laughs> they're the, they're handcrafted. Is there, is there a single to toy? The fucking army men can talk. Yeah, there there's there's actual space there. They're not mm. just painted on. His face would be painted on. Mm. It's not his nose. His, but his mouth would. Mm. I would see. I think that 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 is cool. I think it would be cool if you know when you're playing the main story or whatever, you see that box and shit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But then, like, you come back and explore, and it, but then they hit you with the twist where it's like there's something that you think is the thing that broke out. Like it's like fucking toy Bahamut or some shit. Yeah. And then Sephiroth just fucking one shots that. Oh, toy. that would be cool that too. Would be dope. That would be cool too. You're right. You're right. That would be cool. And then like you like look at the shelf and there's like an empty hook and like the, the label clearly says cloud, but it's like sold out. There's nothing there. Yeah, that that would that would have been cool too. And then he's like, because you know it would be what is Toy Cloud doing? <laughs> and the toy Cloud, what are you talking about, Zavaroff? I think he's talking about over there where there's not a toy. <laughs> it's sold out. It's even, <laughs> even in this world that is split in two, and some of us are in the copy and some of us are in the real world. It's still sold out. It's the hottest toy since Tickle Me Elmo, Sora. <laughs> then you gotta fight Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's terrifying. Play you, with me. You like are running through. Play with Elmo. You're running through a vent because you missed a chest and yeah. he just like pops out the fucking vent. <laughs> you can't escape Elmo. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Play with Elmo, Sora. Anyway, so we think uh, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, we'll get some news <laughs> next year probably. Definitely not a mainline game. Like not four. Yes. One question I have for you, dude. Okay, hit me with it. Do you think they're ever going to, like, full-on, like, remake KH1? No. You don't think so? No. Not even in, like, 10 years? No. Wow. I feel like the, if any of them would get, like, an actual, like, remake remake, it would be that. I think one's completely playable. It is. It is. But I just feel like that would be, like, that would be something that they would do. I think they think they already did that. Hmm. Because they did. <laughs> and, well, I, they didn't remake it, but they they had to remake it because they lost all the code. That's true. So they're like, yo, we kind of already did that, guys. Now, should they have made it better then? I don't know. But I don't think so. Yeah, I agree. I, th I think it's fine. As how, how it is. Yeah, I love it how it is. I It's just something that. It's the first game. It's the oldest game. It would make sense if they were going to do one, that it would be that. What's crazy to me is and that... And it would just be KH1 in the KH3 engine, probably. What's crazy to me is that they remade ReChain. Or they remade Chain. Like, in a time where companies weren't doing that. Yeah. they Because that was like a PS2 game. ReChain. Yeah. And they just said, hey, we want people to un under like connect these stories, and not everybody had a GBA. Yeah. So we made this game in a in a, the KH1 engine or whatever, or yeah. KH2 engine. I don't remember what engine it was in. And here it is. 
And that's that's just so nuts to me. Like, because that was unheard of at the time. There wasn't there wasn't a lot of companies remaking their games. And now everybody's remaking games, you know? Yeah. Um, Capcom's remaking every Resident Evil, you know? Final Fantasies. Everything's getting remade now, but... That, that's also part of... I remember that's why I, I thought about it originally, because, you know, FF7 Remake. Obviously, like, KH1 is definitely a way more modern game than FF7, like, the original one. Right. But as far as remakes go in... KH besides just we up to the graphics and re-released the game on right. this console like I think I mean you know that would be a thing if they were going to do something for the 20th anniversary that's not a new Kingdom Hearts game that's probably be what they do right yeah is say hey here's Kingdom Hearts 1 but in the KH3 engine we remade some stuff um on Unreal right I don't think that's what they're going to do because they we're not that far removed from 1.5, 2.5. I just think, you know, we've done so many question of the weeks where, and obviously anyone that is part of our podcast and our community, they're fucking involved. You know what I mean? Right. At least to some degree. But I think that there's a lot more people that feel the same way, where they grew up, they played Kingdom Hearts 1, and that might have been it for them or right. that was their favorite game they they and they don't they don't play kingdom hearts anymore they don't follow it anymore that would be something that i think a lot of people would be like yo they're remaking kh1 and they like if they were so you're saying i, I like think they the, could do the, good marketing with it as well the pokemon scam yeah literally where you say pokemon let's go fire red yeah or and then a few years yeah. later you go pokemon let's go yeah exactly so you're saying Kingdom Hearts, but it's more involved than that because you're it's in a different engine, right? Yeah, but it's a bigger deal. I would like to see if they did like a well, the same way they did with Rechain, if they did like a three five eight and, and a recoded thing, where they gave you or and they did it with DDD as well. They gave you a way to play that not on a handheld. Yeah, but I don't think I think part of the reason that happened with Rechain and DDD is because they I think story-wise, they considered those, those games more important mm-hmm. than 358 or Recoded. Yeah. You know, 358 is a very small, singular story about Roxas for the most part. And Shion, yeah. And Shion. Um, who? Ha <laughs> funny joke. <laughs> and then Recoded is a who? very, like, I don't even know how to describe Recoded. You know, it's just, it is what it is. So, yeah. I, I think that's why it happened with those two and not the other two. But, It'd be cool to get something like that, especially because Day's story is cool, but the gameplay is just so bad. It's just yeah, and then like they'd have <laughs> if they had the same like mission structure a lot, it would be Hell rough. No. I think so. I think the only thing that you could take from it, obviously besides like the story, right, right, is the the slots. That would be like the only mechanic that you could like move over. I feel right. like. Well, it'd be cool if they did like the multiplayer shit where you could be. That would be cool. You could have Syax with his big banana. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like. Wait, Syax had the banana, right? I think. I think Syax has the banana, and Luxord had CDs. Yeah. CDs nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I don't know, maybe maybe not. I think that game would probably have frame rate issues <laughs> if you had multiple. Because I mean, obviously, bro, just remake three five eight over two days into a a muso, into a muso, <laughs> and and Roxas is just cutting down like yeah. hundreds of. Heartless. He's using like uh, uh transcendence or whatever the one where it has all the fiends. yeah yeah. Just make 358 over two days into a Muso, dude. That would be fucking tight, dude. Fucking, uh... That would be absolutely tight. Organization Warriors. Dude, who would 13. be... Who would be Lu Bu? Syax. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Syax would be pretty... He, he'd only be Lu Bu in Rage Mode, though. Yeah. yeah. Like when the moon shined down. Yeah. Dude, that would actually be a sick game. That would be. Like... Just imagine you're Demix, dude. Of all people, Demix. And you're just like summoning water clones and you're doing like the. Psh, psh, 
all the waves of water, yeah. dude. Yeah, that would be sick. It would He's work like, really well. Demix is like a fucking Muso character. It I just realized is. his yeah. moveset. He's a Muso character, dude. Yeah, he's supposed to be th- fighting a ton of just innocent people and right. killing them. Right, dude. <laughs> Fuck, I want the organization Muso game, dude. Yeah, make it a thing. And then you could like you could like get real cheeky with it and be like, oh, secret character and some secret darkness. Okay, 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 okay. You know it'll be nuts though. What? So you remember in the old ones, like in like Dynasty Warriors Four? Yeah. You'd run into somebody and they'd be like, Yo, this person wants to duel. Press this button if you want to duel. Right. right? And then it just turns into like a the fucking the, like the normal fight that they have, like it's similar to like a cage two or cage three uh-huh. fight, like where you're just in a little arena yeah. fighting. So it goes from being like Muso combat to like regular cage combat. That'd be that nuts. would be nuts. That'd be nuts. That'd be nuts. They're like, yo, they they start shit talking each other, and then you know, press this button, and then it it it's fucking go time. Yo, most of the organization members are literally just Muso characters, dude. Yeah, if not all of them. Zigbar, I'm kind of like, dude. Well, Zigbar, honestly, I was just thinking about him. He could be, you know, what the speedrun strat for like, like with the, the the twin guns when you're in the thousand heartless battle or whatever, uh-huh. the million heartless battle. He could be very similar to that. Oh, where, that's like, true. You, you're kind of like dashing and the shooting double arrow bunch. guns. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Luxord. I mean, there's literally characters with fucking yeah. books, or not books, but like cards and shit. Like, there's like, just play him like a throwing knife character. Right. Yeah, that's true. I think I think her name's like Wayne. All right, Wangie. Nomira. Like that. I got two demands. Yeah. Demand number one. Kingdom Hearts news for the love of God. Kingdom Hearts Muso game. <laughs> Demand number two. Let me voice <laughs> Kylo Ren in Cage Four. Okay. Yeah. Do it give into it i don't know he says other shit i don't know what else he says yeah bro can you just imagine you're gummy shipping and then you just hear kylo blow that piece of junk out of the sky (laughs) (laughs) they're just firing on donald goofy and zora oh my god (laughs) and then it turns into the lego star wars mission the infamous one from the first mission in in the third episode where you're this is where the fun begins. Oh, yeah. And then you got to like shoot the fucking like the the red buttons to open the gate. Yeah. But it's fucked because if you don't realize what you got to do right away, you literally can't get far enough on the left side of the screen. And then you just inevitably slowly go into the fucking closed door. And then R2-D2 is like, <laughs> I want Donald dressed as R2-D2. <laughs> But he tries to make that noise, but with the quackiness yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to do the question of the week. This podcast has definitely gone off the rails. I want to know, though, before we go to the break, what you guys think. When are we going to hear about Kingdom Hearts? Let us know, either down in the comments, on Discord, on Twitter, wherever you can reach us. Just let us know. We, we need... We want to know when you think Kingdom Hearts is coming out, when we're going to hear more about Kingdom Hearts. We need some hope. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Answer Report podcast. Jason, it's time for the question of the week. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Afro Roxas. I still dude, get goosebumps. I still stand Afro Roxas, dude. What a legend. Our good friend Emmy, and she says, what is the most comprehensible and woke moment in KH? We want to know what moment takes up the majority of your cereal consumption. We really want to know. We really want to know. Nick T is up first, and he says, the Kingdom Hearts 3 epilogue will go down in KH history as one of the most jaw-dropping scenes in the franchise. Seeing Luju remove his hood and revealing Zigbar, epic poggers moment. Yes. Knowing that Zigbar has been Luju this whole time, we have to look back at everything we've seen Zigbar do and say since 2006 with a new perspective. Yes. Really makes me wonder if Nomira's had this plan from the start and how much other aspects of the franchise were written out in the earlier years. I'll boot up KH3 on my Series X just so I can rewatch that scene every now and then just for the goosebumps. 
Also, I like any scene where someone dies because I can tell casual friends playing. You idiot. Nobody die in Kingdom Heart. True. 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 Thank you, Nicholas. I do like... I, I think it was in an interview when people were asking about the the reveal and Nomura's was basically just like, yeah, dude, the Japanese voice actor for Zigbar is just so good. I was like, this guy is somebody. I don't know who who yeah. yet, but he is somebody. Yeah, he did say that. That is really cool. You're right. You're right. It's cool how, like... He probably wrote down stuff and was just, he wrote this character Zigbar and was kind of like, yeah, well, you know, he's just he's a he's a sniper guy. You know, he's got one eye. Yeah. You know, whatever. He's kind of aloof. Like, eh. right. And then he was just like, yo, I got to do something with this voice actor. Yeah. I got to let this guy cook. Yeah. You know, you let him cook. That's 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 awesome. Zombie says cage to the world that never was when Anson the Wise machine explodes and Riku gains his form back, then reveals his eyes as one of the top tier comprehensible and woke moments <laughs> of that game. Thank you, zombie. Very true. That is true. That is true. Uh, DJ Korn says, I'm going to have to say a lot of Zenless's dialogue in Cage 2. One quote that really stands out is, You accept darkness, yet you choose to live in the light. So why is it that you loathe us who teeter on the edge of nothing? We who were turned away by both light and dark, never given a choice. So many things aren't just black and white, good or bad. There's a gray area. Back in the day, I remember being like, damn, the first time I heard it. I don't agree with Zemnis' methods, Zemnis's methods, but the ideology isn't terrible. Also, darkness is definitely a turtle. True. Thank you, Corn. DP Grant says, the cutscene with Maleficent taunting Sora and Minnie right before Timeless River, specifically right when Maleficent disappears. In the original Japanese, Sora responds with Hara Tatsuna, Saying something like, I'm angry slash irritated, but in the context meaning something like, she's infuriating slash gets my goat. In English dub, Sora says, what a hag. Very <laughs> comprehensive and woke of Square Enix America to have Sora gender his insult towards Maleficent in a manner that wasn't present in the original. This is why I recommend Japanese players that play the English version of KH as clearly as Square Enix of North America's transitions know Nomir's intent better than the man himself. <laughs> I forgot he calls her a hag. What that a scene, hag. That scene's actually really funny because she just <laughs> and disappears and he just goes, what a hag. <laughs> like The comedic timing of that is funny. It's pretty good. Okay, so uh, up next is Billy the Kid Lawrence. And uh, Billy wrote a very long answer. Um, a dissertation. A dissertation, if you will, of what being comprehensible and woke means. Um, and so we're going to skip that part. <laughs> and we're just going to go to the Kingdom Hearts part. And so he says, thus, after hours upon hours upon hours of several comprehensible and woke critical thinking researchers out there doing the Lord's <laughs> work to find said perfectly comprehensible and woke moment, I myself have discovered after my mere minutes of comprehensible and woke research, the most comprehensible and woke moment in Cage that will suffice for this comprehensible and woke question of the week. And oddly enough, it's actually more a subtle moment than one would think. However, I assure you the message at its core is of the utmost importance. And I think we all need to start seeing a bigger picture as soon as possible. It's a few years overdue, but I'm here to draw further attention to it. It might just save us all. Ladies, gentlemen, mudkips, mommy, I give you the subtle at first, but truly the most comprehensible and woke moment in Kingdom Hearts history. Gosh, Jiminy, your world disappeared too? It was terrible. We were scattered, and as far as I can see, I'm the only one who made it to this castle. Such a simple scene in Kingdom Hearts 1 has a much darker connotation as you learn more about Jiminy Cricket throughout the series. Jiminy is someone who at first on the surface appears to be a delightful little <laughs> companion with a strong moral compass. However, as the series progresses, we know that to be false. A record keeper who just logs everything in the journal without some darker intent? We know that's not true, like at all. As established... <laughs> that's not true. We now know for a fact that Jiminy Cricket is, without a doubt, a god. All of the signs are there. Jiminy's true power has been represented to us on multiple occasions. First of all, the man is close friends with the Blue Fairy, a creature who has the, the scary ability to create life within an otherwise soulless puppet. You think that her power comes from a great mythical source out in the multiverse? Well, if that source is Jiminy Cricket, you'd be right, my friend. He is the true source of her power to give life, not the other way around. The man literally creates life with his journal and recorded by using a fuckboy mouse to help him do it. <laughs> In hindsight, we now realize that Jiminy Cricket is the mastermind behind all things life. 
creating replicas, heartless, nobodies, unversed, light, darkness, etc. He's the reason for all conflict and war in the multiverse. Without Jiminy, there would be no life. There would be no Xehanort. There would be no Sora. For God's sake, there would be no Goofy. Everything there is, was, and will be is due to Jiminy's great power. The sheer strength of Jiminy's power is given to us in doses, but it becomes quite clear the most in Kingdom Hearts 3 that he truly has God-tier status. Out of all Sora's friends to survive when a storm of Heartless lays waste to everybody, Jiminy Cricket somehow makes it out okay? Don't give me that bullshit that Sora has some sort of magical pocket protector for him or his hood saved him or some crap. That pocket bug protector. is a god and we all know it. I mean, look at Dream Drop Distance. The man made it so multiple characters could exist both in the real world and dream worlds at the same time as separate entities, including himself. That is some true godly shit that only the Crick could conjure up. Jesus Christ, I thought I skipped most of this. Upon further reflection, <laughs> with all this knowledge, we must look at our most comprehensible and woke moment once more. Jiminy Cricket, of all beings, is the only survivor of his world in Kingdom Hearts 1, being swallowed up by the darkness. All that pain and suffering could be avoided so many, for so many innocent people, but Jiminy just lets them all die. Knowing that he also most likely created his entire world with his raw power makes it all the more disturbing. He gets off on creating life and then taking it away at a moment's notice. He gets off. Every event in the Kingdom Hearts series has been redetermined by him, and all good things will come crashing down eventually due to his selfish nature. Who is the Master of Masters? Doesn't matter. Any reveal pales in compar comparison to the utter fright that is the god Jiminy Cricket. Understand now that this is the this is the truly corrupt and terrifying nature of real gods out there. Is Jiminy the only one left? Who knows? But one thing is for sure. He's a vain, angry, greedy, and cruel god letting millions suffer while he thrives on their sorrow. Poor Goofy is sympathizing with this disgustingly divine deity, not knowing the true horrors to come. Is it any wonder why Goofy has survived like he has, specifically in Kingdom Hearts 2, with the rock bumping him in the head? Jiminy is toying with Goofy's life because he thinks <laughs> it's funny until the day he inevitably kills Goofy and everyone for good, letting out a chirp of laughter that only a crick dick god could as we all perish from his pure wrath. In the end, his glory won't shine upon us. He will punish us mortals for our pride, our hubrises, and our sins under the one that he is, Jiminy. He hath forsaken us all. Garsh. It is in this one comprehensible and woke moment in my comprehensible and woke research that I finally come and realize and agree with you all, gentlemen, that Jiminy Cricket is a fuck. He's a horny bastard. Namir tried to warn us with this subtle yet comprehensible and woke moment in the very first game and has been trying to tell us ever since in bigger ways without upsetting the god. It's only a matter of time before he gets to our universe. Namir can't keep him locked away in fiction much longer. I hope you all comprehend the woke nature of what I'm saying. The god must be stopped and any like him. He has it out for us, creating life and watching it die, all while taking part in the grandiose spectacle of it all for his own godlike amusement. Forget the small fry, guys. We gotta go after the one in charge. We must stop Jiminy Cricket. This message brought to you by all the comprehensible and woke keyblade wielders out there. We must stand comprehensible and woke together. And namaste and good luck. Holy shit. <laughs> and we skipped a lot. <laughs> I skipped. I skipped probably... This was the first answer? No, this is not. This is no. like the fifth, sixth yeah. answer. I skipped probably 500 It made words. me literally forget that we had multiple yep. answers before that. Yep. I was like, wow, this is... Wow, we're, we're on the first one. <laughs> I was thinking uh, that for a second. Our it good literally wiped my memory. It gave me short-term memory loss. Billy the Kid Lawrence, a memory witch? I think this was the most comprehensible and woke moment. Yep. Uh, Cheney, or Cheney, our good friend <laughs> says, I, uh, I was, uh, gonna answer this question, but it sounds like you guys have a lot in your hands right now. I'll see you next week. <laughs> Thank you, Cheney. Thank you. Alk says, gotta jump on the cage to train and say the whole ending segment. You guys know how much I love the whole final battle sequence in this game, so I'll focus a little more on what happens before. First of all, Roxas, where did he come from? Where did he go? Where did he come from? Dual wheel Joe. Yeah. This was a fucking trip, LOL. The boss fight is hard as balls because how the fuck can you kill this guy after all he's, he's been put through? Cue the Sag guy hours music. Yeah, yeah. 
The boss fight with the remaining organization members are super cool. Definitely feels intimidating since these guys are the last remaining members, and for a good reason. Psyx, because he's basically Zemnus' second in command, yet he's number seven? What the fuck, Mr. Cage? Zigbar, because he has a gun and knows more about a lot of things than anybody else. Luxord, because card. It's a wild boss rush. Then you fight Zemnus one-on-one, which is a super epic fight. But man, he's a dick sometimes, lol. He'll definitely fake you out. There's also the great cutscenes we get, like... You make a good other. Riku pushing Saiyaks up against the wall. The Destiny Trio reunion. Amps of the Wise and Zemnus talking shit before the Moon Killer 420 explodes. Zemnus' interaction with Sora, Riku, and Michael. Everything is just so good. Orgasmic, even. <laughs> and then there's the final boss, which you all know how much I love, so I'll just say this. Anger and hate are supreme. It's a masterpiece. Also, Sorgan and fucking punch was funny, too. Yeah. Thank you, Alps. And then there's just a lot of people saying, Billy, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, Tyler says, my answer is all of it. Okay. Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> Bamboo says, I like Axel. Not for real, though. His character introduction was like any I've ever seen in a video game. You can feel the amount of space his present take- presence takes up. Very comprehensible and woke. They were able to portray that over the PS2. That's true. Chip Cooper says, Damn, and I thought I was being mean when I wrote that essay about Mark Davis that one time. But anyway, answering this question of the week would take up 80% of my serial consumption, and I'm not <laughs> sacrificing that. So you've either played the game and understand, or you're in the dark. <laughs> Chip Cooper wins, everybody. We can all go home. Wins, that is the wins. answer to that question. Thank you, Chip Cooper. <laughs> Meteor Phoenix says, Not going to write a whole lot. Cage 2 ending. If the series had ended there, it would have been a pretty good ending. True. Uh, Broodnock says, blank points. Go watch blank points. Do it. After the show is over, open BBS or YouTube, watch blank points. Or regular Pat's top 10 scenes video where he talks about blank points. Comprehensible and woke. It is a good moment. Emmy says, the most comprehensible and woke moment in KH was the KH3 epilogue when we saw that sexy Zigbar was redacted and is likely to be one of the main antagonists moving <laughs> forward. Uh, Jip214 says, I think the only right answer is when you walk away moment in the end of KH1 when Sora yeah. and Kyrie let go of each other. That is That's a very true. comprehensible and woke moment. It is. I think, I think, I think Billy broke Jason's brain. Yeah, he really did, dude. How Ever since that, Jason's was just like staring off into space. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. <laughs> uh, SB Cat says the most comprehensible and woke moment in all Cage for me is when the Demon Tide is coming in Cage Three and Sora is given up, but Riku says you don't believe that. It taught me mm. that no matter how hopeless you may feel in the situation or whatever negative thoughts can creep in your head, it can just take the right person to snap you out of it and restore some confidence in yourself. Also, also, SB didn't try to grief me. Yeah. That's impressive. Wait, did he get us? (laughs) No, I I really like that fucking scene because it just solidifies the badassery of Riku. He's like, if I'm going to fucking die, I'm going to fucking die. Swing it. Right. He fucking, he pulled like the slow-mo of him, like pulling the fucking keyblade, the fucking car key, dude. Yeah. And then he. And he just stabs that motherfucker. He stabs at a fucking tornado. Yeah, dude. That's fucking badass. It's Liddy. It's comprehensible and and also woke. And woke. And woke. Sick Puppy Seth says, In KH2, when Diz was revealed to be Anson the Wise, Diz really freaked me out as a kid, and the more I learned about Anson the Wise, the more I still got freaked out, shockingly, despite how good they sometimes portray him. Not a fan of him, and he might be the next main antagonist of the series. At least I wish he would be, so I can duel, so we can duel, and I could kick his ass. Dude, yeah, he's definitely well written as a, a character that you're supposed to dislike, right? Or dislike even. Dislike. <laughs> dislike. Emmy adds another woke moment, and uh, she posted a gif of the uh, dome. Yeah. The Ansem or the Zemnis dome. Dome behavior. Dome behavior, dude. And finally, Network Dad says, literally a woke moment, the power of awakening. Wokeness of the heart woke. Hmm. Xehanort's final <laughs> scene hitting hard after playing Union Cross in my most recent replay. He woke up feeling he woke up feeling I never knew I had. He woke up a feeling I never knew I had. I think that's what they meant. 
Anyway. No, he woke it. It's, it was woke. They woke up. Jason, do you have an answer to this question? I would say my most woke incomprehensible moment is when it's first revealed that Kyrie has a keyblade and you see that shit and that shit looks fucking badass right and she's like it, it, it like, gets you fucking emotional cause she's like you're not gonna have to do this shit on your own no more like I got you and she fucking one shots a shadow dude and you're like yo, yo Kyrie and then, just, and then just and then just like Ansem Riku in the back too that part is dope yeah I don't know. There's a lot of moments I, I that are going through my head. It kind of re- also reminds me of like, cause she's like up on a platform, and he's he's down in like the Zigbar fight arena yeah. type thing. So it, it kind of has that parallel of like KH1 as well when they're getting like divided, where it's like mm-hmm. they're together. Yeah, I never inst- thought of it that way. But instead, she's fighting her own battle on yep. the other side. Very woke, very comprehensible. Yes. Uh, my favorite comprehensible and woke moment is. Uh, Early on in KH2, there's the cutscene where Diz is sitting at the computer, and I believe uh, Riku Ansem, I don't know if he just stole the money mm. or if it's before that, but he reveals himself, and he and Diz is like, exactly who are you? Even though he, like, knows. Yeah. And he goes, I'm Ansem. And Diz mm. just goes, ha, 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 ha. It's nice to meet you, Ansem. Because it's just like, it, to me, it's literally like Nomura, like writing in him laughing at people. Yeah. You know what I mean? That are yeah. like, wait, there's two Ansoms now? You know what I mean? Like Before I, they even ever were asking right, that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Also, um, I really don't like what that guy said, and they can climb walls. Yeah. And my, my since, second when, one, since when can Heartless grow on trees? That's a good one, yeah. Because it means they erased Tarzan completely from the continuity. That's true. Because the Power Wilds were in Tarzan. They were climbing trees. And then they show back up in Cage Tree and Donald's like, what the fuck? There's yeah. monkeys and trees? Tarzan doesn't Also, it's just like this is basic fucking... Right. It's just basic biology. A, a fucking a monkey's going to climb a fucking tree, dude. Monkey's going to climb. All right, you were saying you had a second answer? Yeah, my second answer, dude, is... Having, you know, just rewatched the ending of Cage 3, I really like when Sora pops off on Xehanort, right? Because it definitely feels like the, the, the rest of that scene definitely feels like, okay, well, Xehanort's going to get off the hook type shit. That's just how I feel, right. right? Like he's not just fucking dying a horrible fucking death like he should probably, right? Right. But... Sora like pops off on him and is like yo like a real leader knows that Destiny's out of his control and accepts that and I'm like god damn yeah dude that's fucking comprehensible and whoa yeah dude dude pops off on the old man he said you know what young master Xandor you fuck you should know this and accept it you fucked buddy and I love that fucking moment. Yeah, it's a good moment. That was the question of the week. Thank you, Jason, for that. Uh, next week's question of the week. We're going to uh, take take one from our good friend Meteor Phoenix, who says, "Who has the best hair in the entire Kingdom Hearts series?" Oh shit! That's it. That's right. Oh shit! Lay down the gauntlet, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Tell shit. me who has the best hair in the series before we go, Jason. We have we have a smallish version of a segment everybody knows and loves. I Mimi says. <laughs> we have one meme for you. This meme is from Yonag or Gonaway, if you like to say things in reverse. And it's just a picture of Walt Disney, and it says, <laughs> Rip Walt Disney, you would have hated Kingdom Hearts. True. <laughs> Thank you, Yonag, for that uh that wonderful meme. Anyway, guys, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for listening, watching, writing, joining Discord, emailing us, giving reviews, everything you guys do for us on a weekly basis. We love it, and we j- we're just glad we get to sit in front of a microphone for at least one hour a week and talk about Kingdom Hearts and send it out to you guys um, and that you guys actually want to hear it. So, uh, yeah, th- I just I feel grateful for it. 
Do you have anything you want to add to that, Jason? No, I think you said it great. All right. Oh, wow. Thank you. Uh, Jason, why don't you go ahead and uh, <clears throat> hit them with it? May your heart be your guiding key. Thank you. Now, fuck off. doing a deep voice can you just do your normal voice no <laughs> all right you gotta talk like that the whole podcast. yes then. okay i'm trying to think of what this sounds like i don't know say no again no i don't know what voice no <laughs> say no again i will not I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of that yeah no i feel like i should say like Loki. <laughs> no. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-